like to see most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. It is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. Have you ever thought what it would be like to see a person's head amputated? Think of things so horrible that the human mind cannot imagine them. See all this and more when you see on stage I like being set apart from people. I like to be hated. Safe word with Jason Rouse. Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the Safe Word Podcast uh, on the show today. Uh, returning guest. Hey. Is this a second or a third appearance third. on the show? This is your third yes. appearance uh, on the Safe Word Podcast. Uh, third appearance, Gina Hyena. Welcome back to uh, Austin, Texas. Thank you. What's happening? I saw you briefly Ooh. last night at the uh, Kill Tony show. Yeah, so I came in for... Um, Originally for the Sunset Show, they did a ladies, like, hot girl summer um, show, mm -hmm. which is always nice that they keep me in mind, even though I don't live here. I've never seen so many unknown female comics all on one show. Hey, they're known in Austin. No, I understand that. I'm not cutting it down. I'm just yeah, saying that like there's a bitch. lot of female comics mm -hmm. in Austin, enough to pat out... Like 12 Seven, people. 12, 12 <laughs> like comments, like it, yeah. Right? I'm trying to think of, yeah, because Sunset puts a lot of people up when yeah. they have a showcase. They're always great at producing. They have always have a great crowd, always like a fun crowd. They always sell it out. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there are. So, I mean, Amy Shanker does the same thing as I do. goes back and forth between New York and here. There are a lot of like Liz Splat is so funny. I just finally worked with her. I had been seeing her name on posters everywhere. But we had a great crowd. I was... um. I was a little upset because I actually had three shows that night, which is great, but I had to run back and forth. Three shows. That night, Saturday. Kill Tony, Creek in the Cave, and? Uh, I did Tiger's Den is the new place. Mm -hmm. I did The Secret Show Thursday, um, did The Woman's Show Saturday, and then I had two shows at the Tiger's Den, which is the new spot. It's on the east side by um, White Horse Saloon. Uh -huh. Very hipster crowd. Very, very little tight. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the buzz mill over here where mm -hmm. uh, I've never performed in once. I walked right into that corral that they have that they do comedy at, which is always very busy. Mm -hmm. You know, 10 years earlier, 20 years earlier, mm -hmm. uh, I would have been, you know, on those shows. But um, we clearly don't need to ruin a bunch of um, kids' nights. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And, uh, it was weird because I had Are a Are you winning the bitches over? Like the uppity, snooty? Usually, for the most part, usually. So when I know, when I see like purple hair or something, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do, I have the whole joke of like, my dad never thinks I've been pregnant. Ends up being the punchline where it's like a very pro-abortion, pro-choice joke. Sure. And if I notice that they're very tight on me in the beginning and they're that type of, like, those types of girls that are like, oh, look at this girl, or like, she's very dirty, or whatever. It's like I have some tags on it, like, how come the men writing legislation against abortion look like aborted fetuses? And it's like very, like, punching down the guys that are trying to take away your rights. Like, she's on our side. But, um. But secretly, you hate them. No, I don't hate them. <laughs> I don't hate them. I don't like, I'm having, like, the biggest thing I'm working on lately is how. I'm perceived and how to use that. Yes, it's it's using the yeah. audience's weight against them. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to I've Very been telling like Jared that feng shui. You know my friend Jared Nathan. <laughs> yes, absolutely. He's got a similar thing where he has to be overly not overly aware but hyper aware mm -hmm. of what he's bringing to the stage, which is not anything that he should be ashamed of. But he'll eventually use that into his judo. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? It, it'll, be a, it'll be a mastered art Yep. Yep. to his stand-up eventually. But right now, it's a fucking disaster. Yeah, it's tough because it's like I want to say more smarter things. I have a bit more of a political twist on them. And I realize that they're like, get the Jersey Shore girl out of here. Like, we don't want to hear her, like, ideas. It depends, like... We were talking about... Um I'm going to start with an whores. We're back. Whores, we're back. We're back <laughs> talking about whores. Like little... That doesn't matter anymore. It's that light. It, I don't know why it Blinking? shut down. 
Yeah, that means it's recording. How long have you been in show business? Uh, when the red light flashes, the that guy means talking bring shit it. that couldn't get the camera to stay on for more than five minutes is telling me about. Have you ever changed a tire? Fuck no, I'm a lady. Yeah, why does that have to do with anything? Because I refuse to learn how to even change one. Okay. Because I don't want to change my own tire. You so know, I guess it's kind of manifesting. Do you have a uh, a person that you call that specifically just changed tires? Uh, I have a few that I could, but I usually <laughs> just call uh, insurance. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, CEA, right? What? Oh, yeah, I live in Canada. No, it's AAA here. It's AAA. Yeah. It's not, oh, CA is something else. Yeah, probably Canadian stands for Auto- Canadian. Canadian Automobile <laughs> Association. Yeah. No, nope, don't use CA. <laughs> Which I think you can get uh, health insurance through. Right? Yeah. Mm. No. no you need- some, were you in the hospital? What? Why? Recently? Oof. I had, um, I wasn't in You the blocked hospital. my number for like two months. No, I didn't. You had company here. And so had, you forgot my that you were friends with females. I called you. And you blocked me. Oh, oh my God. I blocked everybody that week. So I have, I work during the day still, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I was coming out here. The last trip that I had out here, I did like two to three shows a night. Same old thing. Burnt myself out. I'm very introverted. So burned myself out. Landed, walked my dog, got in the car the next day, drove to DC, did a show there, drove to Virginia from there, did a show, drove back to DC. How many hours collectively of driving? Collectively, it takes six hours to get to D.C., then another hour to get to the part of uh, Chantilly, Virginia is where I was. Back another hour, slept a couple, barely, went back to New York, did a show, drove out to Hartford the next day. And this is all I'm working during the day and drove out to Hartford that night. Saw friends. I had to. It was headlining a small show. Saw friends there that I hadn't seen in years. So I stayed out until four in the morning, just talking with them. I don't drink. And um, how do you stay up to four in the morning and not drink or do, do drugs? Anything, yeah. That's why I don't do uppers because I'm constantly fucking thinking Rap. and up. Like always, it's a nightmare. It's just always going. Um, and then I drove back at four a.m. Woke up the next day with. I never get migraines. Had a migraine, couldn't open my eyes. It hurt so bad. I couldn't pick up my head. And then I was like, all right, my body's telling me to knock it off. So I stayed in. All the lights are off in my apartment. My head stayed like that for six days. So I was like, mm, do I have a brain tumor? So I went Where to... Where is the pain? In the front or the back? The whole thing. It felt like a like giant a halo rubber band yeah. was around my head. <sighs> and it was like pushing against my eyes. And it, my head just felt so heavy. I like couldn't pick it up. So, and I'm bad at telling people anything's wrong. Sure. So I went six days later, went to the hospital because I was like, this could be like a brain tumor. Yeah. Um, had to go to the ER. Do you drink coffee? I do, and it helped. So I don't usually it's a drink blood thinner, decaf. Right? Uh, yeah, it helps just like with vasoconstriction when you have headaches like that. For some reason, the caffeine. I think caffeine also does something other neurologically that helps with um, yeah. headaches. So I kept drinking. That was all I wanted was black cold brew, and like I don't usually drink caffeine because, like I said, I'm all, already up. So I was like, all I want is caffeine, and it's not affecting me the same way. I wasn't getting anxious from it. It was just helping with the headache. Uh, went to the ER. They had to give me. Usually it's like Benadryl fluids and something else to uh, just kind of get rid of all the inflammation. They were like, all of your inflammation markers are up. Like, you just messed yourself up. Like, that was all it was. Like, I just from what though? It's not like you're com- eating uh, Burger King at three no, a.m. and going eat, to sleep. Yeah, I eat very clean. It was just the fact that I'm like introverted. I already like just wore myself out. I yeah. wasn't sleeping much. I was on the road, and my body was just like, no. Because yeah. I think it is like a mental thing of I'm working sales during the day that I'm like, I have to plan out all this. I just didn't stop. And my, I have like an internal anxiety that I never think I'm doing enough. So yeah. did it all. And then my body was like, knock it off, lady. Like, just stop. So does it happen when you burn the candle at both ends? It just kind of shuts down. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. And it had never 
happened that bad before. Like it's, I mean, you met me before. Like I always come out here. I come out here like every six weeks. I always do Boston, Philly, Hartford. Like I try to do New York. I do everywhere I can. Anytime, like I'm always looking at Instagram. Like where can I get, where can I get up? Like where can I find a new market? All this. And it, for over a year, I was just doing it and burning myself out. Like you saw, I would be like, oh, I'm coming from a photo shoot. I'm going to do a podcast with you. I got two shows tonight. And the next morning I'm doing a podcast or like photo shoot or whatever. And, um, try that, but add like 13 flights to it. What do you mean? The yeah. traveling. Yeah. No, that's why. Well, 13, the thing is, too, 20, is that I work during the day. Flights, yeah. Yeah. I would, I would love it if I didn't also have to wor- worry about running a franchise in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was also in like, and then I'm not passionate about that, but that's how I get by. So I had to go to the hospital. We did um CT scan, came back fine. I was actually really stoked to get an MRI of my brain. Like, I was really stoked. I just wanted to see it. Do they put it up on the board and you get to oh, look at the chart? They send you the file. Oh, okay. So you got to look at all the pictures. It was really cool. Um unremarkable brain which is good was this the uh, the wire things that you always see in the in movies no they don't run wires off your head Mm-mm. with little stickers on them oh no that's no? for like checking no this it's like magnet what is it magnetic resonance imaging so they're just using magnetic waves at certain different frequencies because they know that is what's it a gonna halo with a lead thing over your chest like an x-ray uh yeah it's similar to um ct is the halo that you live through. It's like a donut. Your head's just there. It's super quick. Yeah. MRI is like you go into the tube. And for some reason, I'm claustrophobic, but for some reason, every time I've ever needed an MRI, I fall asleep and it's very relaxing. It looks very relaxing. I think it's because I wear myself out so much. I don't even have the mental capacity to be stressed out anymore. And I'm like, yeah, you give no up. one can call me. Yeah. No one, like, this is like a safe space. So yeah. I always like... I just, they're like, do you want to play music? I'm like, play some jazz or something. Yeah. It's really nice. So. Do you not use any of those isolation tanks if you find so much tranquility and an oasis in these medical situations? <laughs> or do I you think try you're faking one. sickness so you can do the uh, scans? No, I wish, you know, I wonder if subconsciously I was just worried about my brain. But um, no, it was like as soon as we got the CT scan back, it was like, all right, we already kind of know. There's not a tumor there. But then it's also, I'm like, if insurance is going to pay and like, you know, you end up having to copay, but it wasn't like thousands. It was a couple hundred. And I was like, I just kind of want those. Sure. Because like, you can't like just go to a doctor and be like, hey, can I get an MRI of my brain? Yeah. Any skeletal x-rays. I've always, I've got boxes of stuff from injuries I've had of different, everything from dental pictures to uh, fractures and stuff where I've had surgeries and uh, they look great. I've always been fascinated with uh, the anatomy Mm -hmm. and um, I had a, um, there was a medical textbook in our house when I was a kid that I oogled over constantly that had all these very cool stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. That's why I always like those freaky kind of taxidermy stores. Yeah. Where you go in and you buy fucking bat wings and a couple of coyote heads. The frogs heads. playing a banjo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They have a very macabre squirrel, you know, with a clarinet. Yeah, they're always I hate it when they put instruments in them. It's kind of mean. They it's never weird. played. Yeah. They never played. They don't know what to play. <laughs> no, animals with instruments or doing humanistic things. Is, yeah, it is, is very, strange. Uh, like he's baking donuts. You're like, why? Yeah. Why is he doing that? <laughs> Make him do your taxes. Or the squirrel <laughs> with the oven, with the oven open with cookies on it, wearing like yeah. a, like a, 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 a... Yeah, the whole thing, yeah. like the apron and everything. Yeah. And you're like, why? Why the would teeth, you do that? And look at your hands. They're yeah. like yellow claws touching the cookies it's kind of sick it's like if a person died and you made them do something that they could never do like now you're you're in body worlds like as like a basketball star but like you could never play maybe that'd be a good way to uh, punish people is yeah taxiderm their bodies in that their corpses serve the public down the road like maybe the john wayne gacy worked uh he was a child killer yeah and uh, he can maybe work now as a uh, like a coat rack yeah. at a children's school or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just, this, just punish him as yeah. something disturbing. Like something Han that he would Solo hate. and Carbonite and, Han, and Star Wars. Absolutely. Yeah, I one, don't know. One thousand percent. Now it's it is fascinating because I like all of that stuff because it just kind of reminds me. I've always had like existential crises since I was like five. Are you and worried about dying? I used to worry about dying, and now I'm not. 
It's yeah. weird. Ever since I got I got hit by a car, um, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure we talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Got hit by a car went out four years ago, and I've always been like a thinker. I'd wake my dad up at like three in the morning when I was five years old and I'd be like why did I have to be born if I have to die like I would have these what's the, like if you're looking at space what's after space like I would freak out yeah. all the time and a seeker yeah it's always been like that and so when I got in the car accident I used to always just I would go to CrossFit for like three hours I would just get like my brain is like a pit bull with the zoomies like it's just like run around like pitbull, like crazy so when I got in the car accident I was like I can't work out like I can't, there's nothing I can do to get this out of me. So I was like, I should work on that. So I started going to meditation classes. The exercise wasn't curving any of it. The exercise, like I would literally do CrossFit for th- three hours. Yeah. I, I would, and then Shredded. it would kind of, yeah. And then yeah, <laughs> best shape of my life. And I got hit by a car and I'm just like soft. Um, <laughs> like cool, cool for that. Thanks for that, buddy. No, but um, yeah, no, I'm like squishy. No, nobody seems to care. Um, it's Austin. Yeah, yeah. Like it's in the shower and I'm above people. (laughs) It's so absurd. Yeah, it's pretty grubby. Getting hooked on drugs next time. Yeah, right. Then it would just like make so much more sense. It's too late now. You're what, thirty one? (laughs) Sure. No one likes to say their age. Absolutely. No, I'm turning thirty six this year. That's cool. Yeah. Um, that's a, like, it's just more of, I'm very comfortable in who I am, but. And you've been doing comedy, what, four years? Thank you. Two. Is it two? Yeah. I, oh, you started right at COVID, like a lot of people. Started 2020. And it's so strange because it wasn't during COVID that I started. It was three months beforehand. And I had that's finally, good, I had finally done it. I've wanted to do it my whole life. Finally did it. And I was like, this is awesome. I feel like I'm truly living my authentic self. And they're like, world shut down. <laughs> no, but that worked in your favor. 1,000%. I'm so 1, grateful for it. You yeah. got to think of how many people just quit. Yep. And now you've got a whole generation of people who've been doing comedy for two years. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's like a Wild. huge bump of it, two-year it comics. Even seeing Austin. Have like, you seen comics from Austin come to New York and just die a horrible death? So many. <laughs> oh my God, so many. And the thing is, like, there's it's um, wild. Oh, it's and wild. they'll say it themselves. Like, yeah. they'll come up and they're like, they're like so excited to be in New York City, oh. and then they go to a small show, and it's literally like silence. Yeah, it's like dead silence and i'm like oh my god and i'm watching my poor friend i'm like thank god i'm here my friend got booed when he went up he was like i've never been booed before an austin guy in in new york yeah 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 yeah. they don't fuck around literally got booed and i was like oh my (laughs) god i was like this poor soul and i was like thank god it's like one of those people that uh has a good like good sense of humor about it that it's like it's so funny when you can riff with your friend about just like yo that was horrible with each other and you're really friends that's a big difference it sounds like you guys are really friends like uh, my friend i'm the first person to tell them that they tanked yeah even when they've done mediocre i'm like that's not good enough no no. You got to really, you you really fucked that up. Yep. For days. It's so fun. For days. It's so fun to have close friends in comedy because those bad nights, it just yeah. makes it hilarious. It uh, just makes it fun. Giannis mm-hmm. <laughs> came to visit me in England oh, and really? uh, a number of years ago, I was performing at the comedy store in Manchester and he'd... Uh, there was a huge comedy boom in in early 2000s in um, England, mm-hmm. in the UK in general. And um, I said, you got to come and check this out. He'd kind of been bummed out a little bit about the New York scene. And I had said to him that, you know, look at man, come out here. It's really cool. You know, yeah. England's really taken off. We can take the, it's like, and he's a New Yorker. I'm like, the accent's different. There's more gigs. That's yeah. all it is. So he uh, had come out to do a guest spot with me at the Manchester Comedy Store. And I came into the green room and I said, you're in luck. The owner is here. Like mm-hmm. the owner of the, oh. the chain. This is this is great for you. Yeah. He never comes to this club. And uh, you get a chance to showcase for him. This might open up some real big doors for you. And uh, he bombed so bad. Oh, dear. The owner dropped his fork on his plate and it went clink. You could, you could hear, hear it quiet in the room. Yeah. Ooh. 
Uh, and I rode his ass for oh, about a week. It must have been so fun. He was borderline suicidal and couldn't get away from me. Yeah. I was his only You're friend. You're the best and, person to be around when and you feel that I way. And I told him that it was terrible. And then he went back to New York and the rest is history. So. That's hilarious. It is crazy. It is so good to have close friends like that that you're like, okay, like these nights are going to happen. Like yeah. these, these nights are going to happen. Be mean. Yeah, absolutely. Be mean. And I'd rather my friends just fucking pick on me too when shit happens. Because that's what I have no like... See, I think you had that before you came to comedy, which you're feeling out like some of the tools that you had in your pocket is just getting through life or like, oh, okay, I can handle the verbal back and forth where a lot oh, of people, yeah. it will ruin their day. It's cr- it's insane to me because it's funny because growing up in Massachusetts, it's like every cliche you've seen about like Boston people and like mass holes, like we're worse than New Yorkers. Everybody's like no new friends. Everybody just talks shit to each other. Yeah. That's how I grew up. Like I grew up with like... It's like people from Philly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah? Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I, I get. Yeah, 1000%. We grew up talking shit to each Philly other. Specifically Philly and Boston, yeah. Yep. And uh, I remember even when I first moved to New York and like meeting people from different cities, they always thought I was mean. And I was like, I'm literally just talking to you. Like, this is just how I talk. I break balls. It's the uh, East Coast thing for sure. Yep. So it's like, I don't mind. Like, I'm like, I love doing roasts because I'm like, I've been doing it my whole life. Yeah. Like, that's what I've been doing. It's how you survive. Exactly. It's how you get through school without committing suicide (laughs) is to be able to throw a couple dirty diapers around yourself. Exactly. I remember we had a friend that, um... Cause like just one of my friends, cause we just always come up for names with people, and uh, we had a friend that was a cop, and he I'm gained, sorry to hear that. Yeah, and he gained some weight, so we just started calling him Officer Big Body. Like, Why do you just call him a pig? Because <laughs> it's too easy. It's oh come on, easy. a fat cop. Officer Big Body. Is it kind of fits better. Just go piggy. <laughs> no, they're always just like so. It was always fun like that, and even like. My dad, my dad talks shit to me, and my dad's friends, you know, we call uncles. Number one had cancer. And the other, like, he just had no, like, social, like, cues. And he had, a like, a cold that week. And he goes over and he's like, oh, man, I've had this horrible cold all week. Like, it's just, like, my allergies. And then, like, you know, my Uncle Mike's talking about being in chemo. My dad's like, Mike, will you pipe down? Do you hear John has a cold this week? Like, you know, it's like, we've, yeah. we've had enough of your shit. Yeah. Like, we've been hearing it. Like, and that's where the, there's there's joy in that. Absolutely. You can all have a laugh. It's like, oh, yeah, my cold uh, bills cancer, you know? Yeah, it's exactly. like, oh, I got perspective now. Somebody yeah. just called me a piece of shit in front of a dying man. Yes. And uh, I'm going to have to accept that and move <laughs> and assess myself, yeah. Those are, like, my favorite conversations. Even, like, I mean, my cousin's fucking hooked on heroin and uh i have an uncle that thinks he got uh, abducted by an alien and so Ooh. we're like it just sounds like billy gave you some of the good stuff like it just yeah. sounds like he sneaked some of his shit to you and it's just like you just pick on everybody like there's no no one gets off clean no but i think um it's funny because i'm like oh i always wish i started comedy earlier i actually in new york lived across the street from the creek in the cave at one point but i was leaving. oh in that area i was living with my allegedly pimp drug dealer boyfriend and um it was literally i could see it from my window long island city in queens at one point with this beautiful apartment and i could see it and i remember like it was always like you do not draw attention to yourself when you're hanging out with these types of people that i was with and he was also very possessive to the point that like if i went out with a gay friend for dinner he'd be like Uh, he'd be like you guys are probably out guzzling cum together don't don't fucking call me like and he wouldn't put a couple (laughs) cocksuckers together someone's getting a bib he literally would say, you guys would probably guzzle come together and talk about dicks. And then he wouldn't talk to me for two days. Like, he would, like, punish me with silence, like, for going to dinner with Were my friend. Were you a teenager at this time? No, I was, like, 28 at the time. Jeez Louise. It was just, like, I had gone through losing the family. I did a full-on sociopath fucking loser, ran up my credit cards, piece of shit. And so then it was, like, I got to this guy who's, like, violent to other people, but he's also, you know completely overprotective and yeah, and life-threatening so, <laughs> so i was like oh but he's also kind of protecting me like it's like yeah. this is my family um so i was a fucking it's idiot it's like fucking the biggest guy at the prison exactly that's exactly what it was like yeah. my friend even called it out she was like i feel like you just needed to date a guy that could have fucked up that other guy and i was like that's 100 percent what happened yeah but i lived with him across the street from the creek in the cave and i was like oh i just want to go over there one night like i just want to like do it and i was like thank god like, part of me is always like, damn, I wish I started earlier. But I'm like, if I did that, 
my ex would have came in yeah. so many times. He would have beat up comics. He would have pulled me by my hair off the stage. Yeah. Like, and then it would have been like, oh, this poor abused girl is like yeah. in the creek in the cave. And like, yeah. it would have been a nightmare. You'd be around and you'd be like, oh, she comes. Oh, yeah. Oh, the that be- poor the girl. Wife, the <laughs> poor girl. And you just shake. Can I get a spot? <laughs> Tony's not going to kick me tonight if I, no one tells. Yeah, would, I would have my material would just be like so cagey because I'd be so scared to talk uh-huh. out loud. It would have been so bad. So it's it's so weird the way things happen that I was like, got through all that. I had the ex boyfriend before that one. I had to sue because he had my credit cards, and um. With all that, and then I worked in the OR. Like, I worked in where it's like somebody can die on the table. Yeah. So after all that, it's like when I do comedy, I'm like, what's going to happen? I'm like, are you going to punch me? Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'll, I'll get over it if you don't laugh, because I'll be either up later tonight on another stage or I'll get up tomorrow. But that's the thing that I think about. I'm like, you're not going to die. No, I'm not going to die. Fuck it. No one's going to beat Fuck my it. head in. Like, it's fine. Like, so I tell these people that are panicked about trying stand up and stuff. I'm like, you're not going to die. You're not going to die. It's humiliating when it fails. But yeah, of course it we, is. But we're all uh, not immune to it. Die? Yeah. Boot it's off. crazy to me. And I'm like, oh. Women this- spitting on me as I'm trying to get out of the stage, throwing shoes. Have you had th- shoes thrown at you? Yeah. That's awesome. Food, spit. <laughs> a lady in Liverpool spit on me like a gypsy. She went. <laughs> what were you talking about? Oh, this is me standing by the bar after the show. She That's on her way out. Hilarious that somebody cares that much about what you yeah. said on stage. <laughs> Liverpool. There had a couple incidences in Liverpool and in Glasgow, Scotland. That's absurd. Yeah, there's a video online of some lady freaking out on me in the green room. She said she hopes I get cancer. She yelled at me and stuff. <laughs> What yeah. a sweetheart. Yeah, she was a real peach. We dated for about a year, yeah. Is that who's just visiting you? I used to end up dating a lot of the hecklers from my shows. Oh, that is twisted on both parts. Yeah. Both y'all had issues with well, that because she would be like some just piss tank slob. Yeah, like those? Half a tit hanging out, puke on the front of her pants, and... Asking me for my phone number while she pussy farts through the conversation. Slam pigs. And I'm like, yeah, just some street slam slob, pigs. Slam pig, <laughs> some drifter yeah, with gross. a bullet hole in her neck and shit on the front of her pants. It really is wild. That will, I mean, that's obviously your whole. Not anymore. Hey, that's I'm not over brand that. for you. I'm not. There's no brand here. It's just. Holes. It's just no brands. Or I'll cut my own vagina. That's hilarious. Exactly. Oh, I know exactly. Yeah. 1000%. I'm not doing that. No? No. Never? Yeah, he's definitely had a few of those. What, are you saying I bang some slam pigs? For sure you have. Are you saying Jason Rouse fuck some slam pigs? I guarantee you fuck some slam pigs, and I guarantee you've done it in front of your friends as like a fun Ew. joke. Like as like, no, I'm not like, like that. you left the door open, I'm, and you're like, hey, 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 I'm Jason Rouse, I'm the mind clown. I'm, like, a, I'm, a, uh, <laughs> I'm more private than you think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't just fuck somebody with the door open. Really? Even when no. you were younger, you never fucked hookers in front of anybody? Uh, unless <laughs> I had to hold their hand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one moment, please. I don't know if they were hookers. <laughs> they were just nice girls that needed some money for gas. Some people <laughs> need to stay warm, too. I do this new homeless outreach program. That's sweet. <laughs> yeah. You fuck them and give them a sweater? <laughs> I fuck them, give them a hot meal. <laughs> And a cowboy hat right. for their troubles. <laughs> Little snacks. See you, partner. <laughs> right. Don't You're forget sh- your rollerblades, Susan. God, that would be, if there was a hooker in Austin, they would have rollerblades. Yeah, they totally <laughs> would, or a unicycle. Like 100%. Smell my seat and tell me how much you want oh, to pay. Oh, that's what, 100%. Like, I... I told people that here, like, I can't is fucking date here. Is there hookers in Austin? No, I haven't. I haven't fucked, you know what it I is? Haven't fucked There's anybody in this city. There's liberated girls that fucking that put their pussy on the internet. Yeah, and they put their pussy on the internet for money, and then they say it's like being a bad bitch. That's oh, what really? it is. Yeah. It's yeah, like a new way to turn it. What do you um, mean putting their pussy? Like, just photos, or are they hooking? Uh, there's like, I've met so many girls in the city that say they have a sugar daddy. Or they yeah. have, like, there are so many. I think a lot of them are full of shit that they wish. They dress the part, but it's hard to get a real good sugar daddy. Well, there's... Not that hard. You know I had a fucking pay pig from Kill Tony? 
A pay pig? Yes. So when and it always sounds, everybody's like, that's my dream to have a guy that just gives me money that doesn't want to, like, I don't need to fuck him or do anything. So this guy from fucking Kill Tony finds me and he's like, I think you're a goddess. Like, yeah. I think all this fucking bullshit. So you get the DM so I get from the Mr. DM. Shit Whiskers. Yep. And he's like, can I help you? Can I pay any of your bills? And I was wow. like, and I said, what the fuck is this about? So I was like, let me test this out. I go, you can give me like a hundred bucks for my electricity bill. Yeah. And he's like, is that all? And he immediately Venmo's me a hundred dollars. Wow. So I'm like, mm. and it's just like, I just, I still think it's icky. Like, I don't like it. Like, I, I think a lot of people are like, oh my God, that's my dream. So then I was like, all right. Well, what am I inviting into my life besides financial reward? Now I've got, now it cuts three years later. You're married with kids, whatever. Yeah. I, and Mr. Shit, Gina. Yeah. It's me, Peter. He's got sores all over his face, <laughs> yeah. drinking a jar of his own piss. Exactly. It's just You've gross. made it. You've Your third special's come out, and this guy now is... Licking the window. Amber... Amber, uh, what's Johnny's? Amber Heard. Yeah, you got a you got a male Amber Heard. Yeah, that's why I was like, I just don't like inviting this in my life where he was like, oh, I'll pay for like clothes or whatever. So I was like, I let him give me money for a credit card bill, and I let him give me money to buy. I bought a dress and boots. What are you gonna for about fifteen hundred? Uh, less, a little less than that. Okay, that's respectable. And then um, I just like... What's it your just, top five grand? It just felt icky, like, and he kept offering, and then he would just do this shit where he would How DM me. How old was me. this gentleman? He was in his, like, mid-30s. Okay. Yeah, and then he would just do this shit where he would be like, Goddess, can I get a picture? And I'd be like, no. Like, absolutely not. Like, yeah. I have a very, like, you know, like, Native Americans think that, like, if you take Takes a picture the of them. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly how I feel. I'm like, yeah. I don't want you having me in your pocket. Yeah. You know, nope. No, thank you. So. No, it's like having a lock of hair of somebody and then creepy. massaging it and just obsessing over it. It's a precious ring, right? Yeah. Ah. Me, me. The feet. Yeah, it's creepy. And Pictures so, of the feet is that what he asked no he just wanted pictures of it he kept sending me pictures of other girls wearing like patent leather leggings ah he's got a type yep and he because he was like oh i like that you have thick thighs because you look like you could bear children it's something about and i was like gross because i was like gross you've definitely masturbated pictures of me like you're like it was just it freaked me the fuck out and so i started just ignoring him like i was just like i'm just gonna ignore it and i was like hey i like i really don't like this and so then he goes hey just so you know i kind of have a fetish where i like to take care of women financially and i was like you don't fucking say like he was like you're not the first i need to be honest with you you're not the first person i was like yeah no shit dude so um i just started ignoring him and then he starts doing this shit Cause I was like, damn, I really could use some help paying off a credit card. Well, because they got all day to think about you and yeah. think about how am I going to provoke a dialogue with mm. this person, this perfect stranger. Money keeps you interest for interest, but then there's there's boundaries being pushed. Oh, one hundred percent. The so, uh, BDSM outfits and patent yeah. leather. Gross. That guy wants to get his jaw busted with a crowbar and fucked in the ass with a broken whiskey bottle. And I look like the neck. bitch to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you can, I got this look, apparently. Like, I, think I look the, like the I'll idea of you getting up. you to do something over time that you would never lose. 100%. That's what it yeah. is. So he starts, he starts DMing me and being like, you're quiet today. And I'm like, I don't talk to you. Like, I don't, like, I barely DM or text people at all. Never mind, like, having somebody be like, how's your day, goddess? How's this? And I was like, Ugh. The goddess. Yeah. So Ew. then I, I exactly. My name's Gary. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> Call me Bob. So I literally, I blocked him on everything. I, I never uh. gave him my number because I'm not that fucking stupid. <laughs> he tried to DM, DM me his number, his fucking address, like, all this stuff. And he's like, yeah. anything you need, like, whatever. And I was like... I'm blocking you on everything. Like, I don't know if you thought I was going to call you so you would have my number, but I'm not that fucking stupid. Blocking him on everything. To this day, this is like six months later, every week he sends me a Venmo friend request. Like, just to be friends on Venmo. He did it two days ago. Well, you know that the money worked once. He's willing to try. That's the last portal. He's like, ooh, maybe she's she's down. And it's like, honestly, bro. In a moment of weakness. Mm Mm-hmm. Money's a great way to, to yep. capture somebody's... And I'm sure he saw, like, I'm sure he has a finsta. I'm sure he has a fake insta that he probably knows that I'm in Austin right now. And he's probably like, ooh, I know her dog walker is expensive. And I know, like, yeah. she needs money. Like, what if the plane was We're giving expensive? him way too much information in this podcast. It's, yeah, right? Because <laughs> you know these fucking nuts. I've got a couple stalkers here and there, but nothing that's really... It's weird. Um, and so a lot of girls in, like... 
people were like, that's great. You should just take the money. I'm like, no, being like financial. Those girls don't know what real danger is. That's why they've never been, you know, that's, there's danger at the, down that road. Yeah. And it's like, it's just a way to enter your space. Mm -hmm. Like he's definitely using money as a way to like enter my personal space. And I'm like, for me, like I've been celibate now for seven months. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I just have, I don't know, I just haven't. Diarrhea? You've seen, you've seen what's out here. Yeah, I it know. It's the guys with the unicycles. It's it's bad. It's not a good place for me to fuck things. You've seen, yeah. And that's what, like, I mean, New York is getting so castrated, too. So it's just like, it's that hipster vibe of, like, the gender. Like, I'm like, you're not David Bowie. You are not Prince. Shut the fuck up about the, like, I'm an amorphous, gender-bending, like, whatever. And you're like, shut up. Like, I had no problem learning, like, calling Prince a symbol because he was so fucking talented. Well, that was because it was record label. He lost was his it really? name. Yeah, so he changed oh, it. Shit. Yeah, to get out of his record contract. Oh, damn. Yeah. It was just like David Bowie was like, hey, sometimes I feel like an alien called Ziggy Stardust. And we were like, no problem, yeah. dude. Keep making music. But like just to have somebody be like, I'm a straight guy, but also sometimes yeah, I wear but, uh, makeup. How about being a funny guy? Yeah, how about that? How about be? That's why these people also, that go to about, New York and tank it how out. How about buying a house, dude? How about making a dinner restaurant? <laughs> Maybe a shower. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's just like I, I've had these issues with dating and it's like I realize that if I'm giving any sort of time and space to these fucking weirdos, I'm like, that's taking up space that is now being held that somebody greater should be able, able to enter. Thank you. Yeah. Praise Satan. Praise Gina Hyena. <laughs> Praise Gina Hyena. Hey. Yeah, is that going to carry Hyena? Absolutely. So you sticking it? Yep. Because okay. Also, so there's a million reasons that I use it. One is because of all the shady shit I used to do. Two is because I am so old school that one day I do want to be married and I want to take the guy's last name. And I don't want to have that weird yeah, bump yeah. in the road where you're like, what does she call herself? Because I think that that would be disrespectful to my future husband to use my maiden name on mm-hmm. stage so that's also part of the reason it's a good way that's a good way yeah yeah and it's just honestly i think it's kind of fun because i'm like it rhymes it sounds fucking silly and then people are like oh gina and i'm like yeah actually like i have a neuroscience degree and Go i can to talk any, to you like black comedy club and see all the wacky names the yeah. aliases oh so and so yeah. the comedian yeah, or like, yeah, 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 yeah they're so silly i i love it there's a lot in like philly and harlem it's show business yeah unfortunately it's my name looked good on the screen so i stuck with that you i don't do know how have, my family feels about that but yeah. I did keep Rouse. That is funny. Yeah, but it works. And it's like you didn't have any of the, like all the issues that I had that I was like, the first time, thing I, when I told my dad I did comedy, he said, use a stage name, right? Because it really yeah. like most of our. Well, it's Italian. Yeah, you can't most, shame the family. And well, most Those of our family. Those table screamings suck. Yeah. Oh, what yeah, is this? <laughs> Your show business. <laughs> Fungula. <laughs> Oh, uh, what other fucking bullshit Italian slang that I know? I call them people jamokes. What's uh, <laughs> Pistoligates Margarites? Is that Serbian? I can't remember. I grew up with a lot of oh, uh, so this people is from fun. all over. I will riff with you about this because mm. it's a joke I am writing and I know you'll say something or you'll you something know, help hilarious? me out. Something hilarious? Yeah, he'll help me out. Um, so I was thinking about this the other day that I love like how other languages like kind of give you like a peek into what that culture is like. Like mm-hmm. I have the word mudita tattooed on my arm, which is a Cambodian word, which means like the joy you feel helping others that's unadulterated by your own joy. And that's like a type of culture where they're very like hospitable. Yeah, that was your killing. hand job like, wrist. Yeah. That's why you got it. <laughs> and I got it on my right hand just to yeah. bring uh, some joy. This old thing. You know, but, um, and then it's like in Germany, they have a word which I have to look up, which means the feeling that you have when you walk into a house during the holidays and all your family is there and it's like decorated. There's like that warmth and that like one feeling like during like Christmas Eve when yeah. you walk into a house. Holiday spirit? It's like a German beautiful word for it. And then in America, we have words like 
Baconator. Baconator, yeah. <laughs> yeah like just, that, it's just, a cheeseburger that'll shoot you if it had the chance. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. As an American, you can put a bunch of letters together and mm-hmm. make up a word. There's no such yeah. word as Baconator. No. But now there is. Yeah. Thanks and, to Wendy's. And I think a Baconator. Have you eaten a bank, Baconator? I have. And what a Baconator is. Three patties. Is a cheeseburger that would sacrifice its youth for Afghani oil. Is that what what the Baconator is? (laughs) No, it's a a cheeseburger that they got really excited about. Um, Yeah, it's three patties with bacon, and it's all it is is meat and bacon. It's just diarrhea. That's what I'm working on is like expressing how different languages express culture and then how like our American words are like... Baconator. Well, yeah. <laughs> They're so silly. Some <laughs> of the most expressive words in language are French. Mm. Like where one, hit me with one. American is not a, uh, well, it's monster energy drink. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like there's like the word like Fernway. It's like such a, mm. it's like the feeling like you want to be in a place that like you're unfamiliar with that feeling that you have in your travel and you're like, you're just, I'm in this unfamiliar world. Yeah. And you go to America and we're like scooter. <laughs> I had a hard time telling people I wanted water. Really? Yeah. I forget where I was. It was in North like, America. You don't want a soda? <laughs> no, they were going, what's water? Oh, that's and I go, funny. Water. Oh, you, did you not have your R when you first moved here? I don't know what was going on, but I was—I couldn't believe it. I thought the guy was fucking with me because I said water, a bottle of a bottle of water, <laughs> and he's like, "Where were we you? We don't have water." And I go, a bottle of water. Was this Jared Nathan? Water, man. I'm pointing over there, and the guy's like, "Oh, water." <laughs> it is. There's a lot of there's a lot of real great groups of people in a. In America, I was calling today my insurance because I wanted to, like, I'm, I'm on leave right now because of all that shit that happened with, with my head. And I was like, I need to take some time to just feel healthy. Yeah. And so I, uh, I called my insurance because I was like, all right, we sent in medical notes. It takes five days usually to process it. But I need to know by Monday because if not, I have to return to work on Monday. So I call today and I go, hey, did you get them? Because if you didn't, like, process yeah, it yet, just add it. a note. Yeah. My girl's like... Did you did you send send it in? And I was like, yeah, that sent it on How Saturday. How high are you right now, yeah. lady? She's like, oh well, uh, well, well, the person didn't process it yet. But um, hold on, I think, but it has to. It takes five days. And I was like, this took fifteen fucking minutes. And at the end of it, she finally was like, I could add a note so they like process it faster. And I was like. Why the fuck were we just on the phone for 10 minutes? This is why it's better to go through the website and log in and do all that through the website. Talking to anybody nowadays is a ploy to get you to suck up all your time. That person that you just described, they're on their back in bed. It's crazy because you have to think about the type of person that would work at a call center for like $9 an hour. Well, they're walking around doing the call center. I've seen Mm -hmm. them. They're taking their things as they're doing their grocery shopping and stuff yeah it's rough it's rough that's what well here i feel like that's way more present here because they're based out of south carolina here it's like everybody you're like what do you do because none of you work in an office anymore no i don't think any of the people have jobs here yeah they're all well they're all like tech fake people i don't think half these people are real (laughs) no this city is one of the strangest cities I've ever been to. It feels like yeah. a simulation more than anything I've ever been in in my life. It is an odd, uh, is it, an it odd a, place. I can't wait to go on the road. I have shows coming up, by the way. I should probably plug some of my shows. Oh, should you? Uh, I should. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to plug some shows. Yeah, do it. What do you got? You Can got you bring, more shows um, coming up in Austin? Uh, no, I leave tomorrow. I'm going to I have Boston next weekend. I am producing in New York at the Comedy Shop in the West Village. Uh, that's on June 23rd. And then I actually am going to come back to Austin at the end of June, so I'll be here for the 4th of July. But yeah, Boston. Stick around for my show on the 5th of July. Oh, perhaps I will. I, I'm putting, uh, as you can see here, uh, July 5th. Uh, at the Creek in the Cave at 9 o'clock. Jason Rouse and the Rejects. Ooh, who's on that? Um, a bunch of Canadians. This is the, fun, fun, the fun. second annual Canada Day show that will be taking place on July 5th. And then... That was a banger last year. That was fun. 
it was uh, it was a really good show last yeah. year. Now um, I have some other dates here too. Okay, so we uh, heading June twentieth, L.A. Uh, I'm doing a GPS stories it's, podcast. What's your tour called? The insane tumor. No crazy Joker tour. June twenty first, Yamashiro, the Hollywood and uh, Hollywood, and then the twenty second, Venice Underground. Uh, comedy in Morena Del Rey. We don't smoke the same podcast on the twenty third, and then the three plates podcast on the twenty fourth. Where's that? Is that in Florida? No, this is all in L.A. Is it the three plates? Is it like like a guy with a? Uh, it's a fat guy that sells dope. Oh. <laughs> I was picturing, like, you know, those guys with the sticks where they're spinning plates, and I was like, oh, that's silly and old school. <laughs> and then uh, end of August will be, it looks like I'm going to be in Cornwall in Ottawa and some other neighboring cities Ottawa. in North, northern Ontario. September 2-3, Oshawa, 9-10, Niagara Falls, 14-15, 16-17, Toronto, Burlington, 23-24, uh, Cayuga, 27th. Hamilton, Cayuga? 30th. This is all September. And then October 1st, um, Denmark. Ooh, fun, fun, fun. So Denmark, all of October, and then Sweden. Is that where you're bringing Ben Horn? Uh, Ben's probably going to hell. Uh, I think Ben has been living in his own hell for quite some time now. Uh, I want to use his... Mustache is an ass toothbrush. Oh, I'm quite familiar with that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Are we all truck drivers? Yeah. Wait, so is he going to, does he have a passport? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think anybody in this city has a passport. <laughs> I, as they talking to me, I have to ask that question. I go, yeah. Do you have a passport? That is a good. I, said, I yelled at somebody last night about. Um, they were asking me if they spoke English where I did comedy in Europe, and I said no. I, I usually work with hand puppets. Oh dear. There's oh, uh, everybody speaks English everywhere. Yeah. Everybody that's speaks true. English. They're better than us. I need to learn another language. Yeah. Well, Italian. I know. I, I try to tell you, and then I, I figure I'm like, I run around more people that speak Spanish first, so maybe I should just start with that one. Yeah. Yeah. And there's something about an Italian girl speaking Spanish that's kind of fun. There's going to be a fight. Absolutely. Yeah. 1,000% there's going to be a fight. But I'm trying to be more feminine. I'm trying to be less violent or seem tough. I feel like I have the energy of like a fucking Fast and the Furious character. <laughs> <laughs> like like Van Diesel? <laughs> you just seem like I give off like that. Like, uh, and I'm like, I want... A more masculine guy in my life, but I'm like I can't attract that by having masculine. You don't energy. have time. Do no. you have time? Fuck I don't no. have time for a masculine guy in my life. No, I'm like I said, I've been seven months celibate now. Yeah, and it doesn't seem to have any <laughs> end in sight. Well, you know, I'm sure you'll meet that nice Texan. <laughs> Yeah. Some guy with a truck. No, I want. It's at the point now that I'm probably gonna get like a. I'm probably gonna get some sort of restraining order that I keep uh, hitting on Lex Friedman online. I oh. don't do it, but well, I made one reel where I it was. Where he comes I to the barbecue spot over here occasionally. Cool. I like the man. Give him my number. Are you trying to hook up with Lex? I'm trying to. I know he marry lives in the Lex. area. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think he's like perfect. You think he's perfect? Based on what I've seen on podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, he's quiet. It's hard when you're sharing a home with somebody, though. He's introverted. I would love that. Like, if there's a man in here just programming in the other room and yeah. reading poetry, with it. I'll leave you alone. Yeah, but then he. I he don't needs know. somebody. This is how. This is what would happen. You need somebody like. And I think everybody would understand this because he'd be like, wow, Gina's about this dude. And he's very introverted and he needs a program all What's night. What's if he's high maintenance, though? I'd love that. I'd, I'd, I'd be like, listen, guys, I'm going to be at the show, but I'm going to make my man dinner first. Okay. So I'll, like, I'll, make, I'll bring it up. If I see him in the line at <laughs> the barbecue. This man needs a dinner so he can be introverted and eat and program all night or whatever he does thinks about things i think you've formulated a utopia oh, about I've this guy projected who this person is yeah. for sure but that's somebody like that would be great more technically minded yeah. i'm much more of a feely minded person so i need that to be evened yeah out. We, don't you find him uh 
you know, Russians aren't really known for their warmth. Love Russians. I think they're so funny in yeah. like the dry way. Like yeah, they, I love They just that cut too. you with like one very witty thing, mm-hmm. and it's usually somewhat condescending and very witty. And it's I, like I love that sense of humor. I bombed on Russian television. Did you really? Yeah, Were you too bad. wacky? Uh, no, not enough uh, Russian. <laughs> Hilarious. You also yeah. look like you look like you know some magic tricks. I do look like I know magic tricks. I don't know any magic tricks. Just how to make women disappear. I make their uh, hymens turn into uh, lampshades. Gross. I got a whole Jesus. basket of calamari, better known as piss hole. Oh, God. It makes its own gravy when you re... What's those uh, dehydrators? Fruit to have... A fruit dehydrator? Yeah, if you throw a, a pussy? A pussy in one of those, you can <laughs> cool. make your own insoles. Calm down there, Rob Zombie. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you... Venmo? What's your Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you my address. Um, no, I'm Eggs N Hot Sauce. Eggs, the letter N Hot Sauce on yeah. Instagram. YouTube, Gina Hyena. Shelter Comedy Show on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you're producing uh, shelter comedy shows in, in various places in Austin, Austin and New York. Yeah. So it's cool. like the whole point is to get people from the Northeast down here and down there up there. It's well, cool. Maybe I'll see you in November in New York. Fuck yeah. Let's do that. If I can get, it's going to be cold. I'll consider sending me some tape. <laughs> <laughs> no one watches tapes anymore. They just look at your Instagram no. followers and then book you Isn't off that of that. Absurd. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, thanks for being on the show, Gina. Hey, thanks and for uh, me. thanks for watching, everybody. Watch out. Uh, July 5th, Creek in the Cave here in Austin, Texas. And uh, upcoming uh, tour dates and uh, all that stuff you can find at jasonrouse.com. Yeah. I'll be in Ottawa with Jordan Peterson. It's pretty cool that you're opening for Jordan Peterson. Uh, I will not be opening for... uh, I'm not allowed near his family. I actually enjoy the man. Yeah. I like the guy. I didn't know he was Canadian until Uh. uh, maybe about a year or two ago. Yeah. But uh, he's uh, he's an interesting cat, and his daughter's uh, quite sharp. Yeah, she, she also does some stuff yeah, for that. Says they just got married, I think. I think she just she got just married. got married, yeah. and her dad like probably orchestrated the whole thing by telling her his husband to like make his bed or some shit. Like, Can you imagine what having him no, as the father? That would be exhausting. Well, we'll pick that up later. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> have right. a, a nervous cigarette on the balcony and stare <laughs> off into the moonlight. Cool, and, um, go pack my bags. Denmark and Sweden. Uh, also, July of next year, I think it's going to be the uh, Reykjavik Fringe Festival in uh, Iceland in June. And uh, maybe South Africa in July. We'll South see. South Africa in October. Bye. Bye. Go. Yeah. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thank you. Bye. We would like to see most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. Have you ever thought what it would be like to see a person's head amputated? Think of things so horrible that the human mind cannot imagine them. See all this and more when you see on stage I like being set apart from people. I like to be hated. Safe word with Jason Rouse.